Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Today we want to talk about the fourth of the ten words. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. It is how we know that we are set apart by Jehovah. That's Exodus 31, verse 13. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find our website at www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Wisconsin and Canada. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Today, we want to talk about the fourth word or commandment given by Yehovah Elohim from Mount Sinai. When we introduced our discussion of the ten words, we said that the first five describe how we are to love Yehovah our Elohim with all of our hearts, souls, and everything else we have. Now, I would say most church-going believers have no issue with the first three words. I would say most don't dispute that the last five words are still relevant for today. When it comes to this particular instruction, I have heard objections. Things like, we aren't under the law anymore, or this is optional, and it's a good idea, but not necessary. I've heard objections to the fourth word as well, and it's really surprising. Didn't you know that this instruction is categorized as one of the main ways that we can love or show that we love Jehovah our Elohim? It's hard to imagine the Creator telling His people how He wants to be loved, yet His people who love Him don't want to do what He said. Maybe some believers don't know that through the blood of Yeshua, they are grafted into the tree known as Israel. There is one set of instructions for Israel, and they apply to the entire tree, the entire nation. Being grafted in doesn't give anyone a pass on any of the rules of this family. Amen, Mama. You know, there's one law for Israel. Now, regarding the fourth word, Jehovah Elohim gave reasons for this instruction, and we need to pay close attention to the instruction and the reasons why. We find them in Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11. Verse 8 says, Zakor et Yom HaShabbat le Kadosho. In English, verse 8 says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The Hebrew word zakar is translated here as remember. It means to consciously review, to contemplate or meditate upon something. This Hebrew word is used to describe our Creator, remembering us, and His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is not in any way a passive activity. Let's look at the reasons that Jehovah Elohim gave for remembering the Sabbath. Exodus 20, verse 9 through 11 says, You have six days to labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath for Jehovah your Elohim. On it, you are not to do any kind of work, not you, your son, your daughter, not your male or female slave, not your livestock, and not the foreigner staying with you inside the gates of your property. For in six days Jehovah made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day he rested. This is why Jehovah blessed the day, Sabbath, and separated it 
for himself. In Exodus chapter 20, the reasons for the Sabbath are tied to creation. Because Jehovah made our world in six days and rested on the seventh day, we are to do as he did. We are to rest on the seventh day. When we remember the Sabbath, as Elohim instructs us, we are agreeing that Jehovah Elohim is the creator of the earth. Mm-hmm. Also, we agree with Jehovah Elohim when we call holy what he has designated as holy. Now, I've heard prominent Christian speakers teach that the Sabbath is a nice idea. After all, we all work hard and we need rest sometime. One particular leader advised listeners to simply choose a day and relax. Whoa, that's concerning. Mm-hmm. We just read that the Creator blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. If we say that any day will do, we're not agreeing with Jehovah Elohim. Rather, we're in essence saying that His choice is not important and His declaring something as holy doesn't really mean anything to us. If you love the Elohim of Israel, do you feel comfortable acting as if His choices aren't meaningful? Mm. No matter how passionately any teacher refutes Elohim's word, Elohim will not hold that person guiltless who carries his name as if it's worthless. It's one thing to disagree with another human. It is gravely a serious problem to assign fault to the Creator. Amen, Mama. You know, the ten words were repeated in Deuteronomy chapter 5. Verse 12 tells us to shamor the Sabbath day. The Hebrew word shamor means to guard something or to keep watch over it. In other words, unbelievers may lose track of the days, but believers in the Elohim of Israel should be carefully counting the days until a Sabbath. We should also take great care to observe this holy time. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 6 gives a different reason for guarding the Sabbath. It says, beginning at verse 13, You have six days to labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath for Jehovah your Elohim. On it, You are not to do any kind of work, not you, your son, or your daughter, sounds familiar, Mm -hmm. not your male or female slave, not your ox, your donkey, or any of your other livestock, and not the foreigner staying with you inside the gates to your property, so that your male and female servants can rest just as you do. Verse 15 says, You are to remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. And Jehovah your Elohim brought you out from there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. For that reason, Jehovah your Elohim has ordered you to keep the Sabbath day. So the first reason given for remembering the Sabbath was tied to creation, right? Mm -hmm. This reason is connected to Israel's redemption from slavery in Egypt. As slaves in Egypt, they were not given rest. After Jehovah redeemed Israel from slavery... He instructed them to rest on the seventh day. When we were slaves to sin, Hasatan did not give us a break from sin. We slaved for sin continuously, storing up the wages of sin, which is certain death. Now that we have been redeemed from sin by the Lord of the Sabbath, we have everlasting life and rest through Yeshua our Messiah. By the way, Daddy, Some believers think that when Yeshua said that he is the Lord of the Sabbath, he ended the Sabbath observance for us. Oh, wow. That's a good point, Mama. I think we can find that story in Matthew chapter 12. On a Sabbath day, Yeshua and his disciples were hungry 
while walking through some wheat fields. The disciples began picking and eating heads of grain, and when they saw this, some Pharisees accused the disciples of violating the Sabbath. Yeshua reminded the Pharisees of when King David and his men ate the bread of the presence from the holy place in the tabernacle, bread that was for priests only. Yeshua also reminded them that priests work at the temple every Sabbath, and they are blameless. Reading from verse 6, Yeshua said, I tell you, there is in this place something greater than the temple. If you knew what I want compassion rather than animal sacrifice meant, you would not condemn the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Daddy, it was the Pharisees' writings and traditions that the disciples were violating, mm -hmm. not the Sabbath. The Torah in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 25 says, When you enter your neighbor's field of growing grain, you may pick ears with your hand, but you are not to put a sickle to your neighbor's grain. The Torah does not define work as plucking grains with your own immediate or for your own immediate consumption. Also, when Yeshua spoke of King David eating holy bread and the priests working on the Sabbath, he was giving the Pharisees examples to contradict their logic. Mm -hmm. If you missed it, check out our episode 130 called The First Word. In that episode, we discussed the meaning of Jehovah's name and the fact that mercy is who he is. Mercy is how Jehovah described himself to Moshe in Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 and 7. Our Elohim is too merciful to allow his servant David to starve when there is bread nearby. And he is too merciful to have even one Sabbath go by without accepting the offering he required from Israel. In Numbers chapter 28, verses 9 and 10, Elohim said, On Sabbath... Offer two male lambs in their first year and without defect, with one gallon of fine flour as a grain offering, mixed with olive oil and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. Now the priests were doing their business on the Sabbath as they were instructed by the Most High Elohim. Mm -hmm. Yeshua did not invalidate the Sabbath in answering these Pharisees, but by focusing on mercy, Yeshua agreed with his father. He rightfully divided the Torah, and he made a striking claim about the Sabbath. He said that he was Lord of the Sabbath. Yep. That would make him equal to Jehovah Elohim, the one who instituted the Sabbath at creation, and the one who designed the tabernacle and the ways of worship. That's right. Yeshua did not erase the Sabbath. He kept the first word, or the first commandment, acknowledging Jehovah Elohim, who brought Israel out of Egypt and from the house of bondage. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 6, Yeshua said, I tell you that there is in this place something greater than the temple. That something was the mercy of Jehovah Elohim. Sacrifice is not how he introduced himself to Israel, but mercy is part of his unique name. His mercy is so great, he blesses everyone who remembers his Sabbath. Last episode, we read from Isaiah 56. It was a promised blessing from Jehovah Elohim, available to Gentiles and eunuchs. To this day, some Jewish people say that the Sabbath is just for them. 
and it doesn't matter too much if non-Jews keep the Sabbath. We want to read all of the words of Isaiah on this topic. Please listen carefully and with your heart. Starting at verse 1, it says, Here is what Jehovah says. Observe justice. Do what is right. For my salvation is close to coming. My righteousness is to be revealed. Happy is the person who does this. Anyone who grasps it firmly, who keeps Sabbath and does not profane it, and keeps himself from doing any evil. A foreigner joining Jehovah should not say, Jehovah will separate me from his people. Likewise, the eunuch should not say, I'm only a dried up tree. For here is what Jehovah says, As for the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, who choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant, in my house, within my walls, I will give them power and a name greater than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. And the foreigner who joins themselves to Jehovah to serve him, to love the name of Jehovah, and to be his workers, all who keep Sabbath and do not profane it, and hold fast to my covenant, I will bring them to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Jehovah Elohim says, He who gathers Israel's exiles, there are yet others I will gather, beside those gathered already. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and ignore the mercies of Jehovah and the blessings of his rest, his Sabbath? Or would you take the red pill, remember and guard the Sabbath day on the day the Creator set apart? Only you can answer that question. While studying with a dear friend not long ago, she recounted how, years ago, Christians would iron their church clothes and prepare Sunday dinner on Saturday. That kept Sundays holy without having to engage in excessive work. Now, if this is your usual practice, you're really close, please consider getting on the Creator's calendar. You're only one day away. Refrain from doing work on the Sabbath day. Remembering the eternal covenant of the Sabbath is one way our Elohim says we can show that we love Him. Well, that's all we have time for today. Please listen again online and share this with a friend. Join us next week when we'll talk about the fifth word, honor your father and your mother. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour where you can handle the truth. truth.